0: Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app,
3: gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket. I took a flyer. And on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for
2: both psychologist and coral.
1: I pray these two don't get up to anything immoral. I'll keep an eye on them as soon as they're aboard. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the crew. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, ah, Now that's a theme song.
3: Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers.
1: Oh, unifier. I'm looking here at my schedule, and what's this for... Uh, it says unification! Two more test subjects, if you please! Unifier operational. Oh. Well, uh, welcome aboard the unifier.
2: Oh, thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. Uh, oh, uh, Taylor, translator, please. Hello. Uh, hello, uh... I'm not sure I can see you. Uh, I see we have the saltwater tank here, but uh... I'm hello. I'm just seeing sort
2: of a a, a sea-themed display. Hello. Uh,
1: yes. No. We can we can hear you. Uh, are are you very small?
2: Are you moving?
1: Maybe maybe you're yes, sort of look,
2: look, swimming uh, in
0: between the coral or between the no. I am the coral. This is me. Oh my. Oh. I'm the red polyp down here.
2: I need to apologize. I will own up to that. That was a a, a full assumption on my part.
0: Same
1: problem right here. We just have not had anyone in the Univire that is a stationary boy. I was about to say object and that's on me.
0: Wow. I'm sorry. Did you guys think I was a plant or a rock? N- uh no. No, no.
2: I have to admit I I just um I had some assumptions coming into this. I'm
0: an animal.
2: B- yes.
1: Yes, uh, yeah. You know what? Why don't I seal the two of you inside the chamber here, okay? And... Can you see me up here in the observation booth?
2: Great, yes. Hi, hello. Uh,
1: Hello. I'm so sorry about the initial confusion here. Uh, I am Professor Jameson-Burkhead. This is my laboratory-slash-space station, also known as the Univire. Uh, You two have been selected from the surface of planet Earth to participate in the greatest scientific experiment in human history. So,
0: congratulations. It's off to a pretty offensive start, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, no, if you don't mind, my name is Dr carolyn thompson and i am actually a psychologist and it just it, it really pains me that we got off to such a bad start so i just want to sort of clear the air and and apologize and i'm really looking forward to getting to know you and to hearing everything and, and correcting any ideas that i might have about
0: coral well, that really means a lot thank you and i'm sorry if i was a little bit prickly i mean i am covered in these uh, calcified growths uh, which makes me a little abrasive Sure, but
1: I have to agree. We really dropped the ball at the top of this one. Uh, so, so why don't we just... I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is Dr. Carolyn Thompson. Uh, you on the left, please tell us, what's your name and where are you from?
0: Animal. Introduction. My name is Forb. I'm a small polyp on this large elkhorn coral, as you can see. And uh, I'm about uh, three and a half thousand years old. Wow, Forb.
2: I have to say, I'm blown away. You are by far the oldest living thing I
0: have ever met. Uh, thank you. Thank you. How old are you guys? Oh, uh, uh, We're both a lot
1: closer to 1% of your age.
0: Wow. Okay. So you're still in the larval stage finding your place to set down roots and never move again.
1: Humans uh, approach life a little differently, but uh, I'm sure we'll get to learn that. Dr. Caroline Thompson, you have, of course, introduced yourself, but why don't you tell us uh, what is it that you do and where you're from?
2: Human. <laughs> Introduction. <laughs> Uh, Yes. I have been practicing as a clinical psychologist for a number of years. I currently practice in the state of California, but I'm also licensed in the state of Delaware. I work with all sorts of ages. I mean, uh, I, I particularly sometimes work with couples as well. I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist as well, as a li- licensed specifically in that area. So I do a lot about how the ways that we think contribute to how we feel and how we can um, work through our thoughts.
1: Well, well, that sounds extremely useful, Dr. Caroline Thompson. You know, we're chatting so much about it. Why don't you tell us uh, what's a regular day like for
2: a psychologist like yourself? Sure. My professional day starts with meeting with different patients. Uh, again, I see a variety of patients, so um, all ages and different types of needs. I end that day about 5 p.m., and I usually do that before days a week because I do like to stay up to date on sort of the latest methods in psychology and do some studying, and I do some teaching as well.
0: You're busy.
1: Yeah, a of
2: to do. Oh of course. As they say, every psychologist definitely needs their
0: own therapist.
1: Mm, yeah, you don't want a stressed out therapist. No,
2: no.
0: And how long does it take to help someone to make them feel better? We're talking three, four, five hundred years, or is it closer to like two or three thousand years?
2: Unfortunately for most most of us human beings, we actually don't live that long. What? But I like to say that, you know, with mental health, it's not really about ever reaching a point where you're just cured, you know? It's sort of a journey and it's all about getting to know yourself and working to constantly be better. Hmm,
1: interesting. Now, for, what it not I'm not even sure how you experience days having lived that long, but what's a regular day like for a piece of coral like yourself?
0: For the first couple months of my life, I was drifting around in my larval phase, you know, looking for a place to settle down and kind of start a colony. And then, uh, you know, for another 3,000 years in change, it's more just about building the colony, you know, feeding every day. Plants, small organisms, uh, little fish. I don't know if you're aware of this, but we, we eat fish. Really?
2: Could you explain how that, How how is that?
0: Uh, well, you know, we have a little tentacle. I don't know if you could, can you guys get close to me and see these?
1: Perhaps it would be uh, worth uh,
0: deactivating the suspension fields, keeping you
1: two separate one another, so Dr. Carolyn Thompson can, if she's comfortable with it, put her hands in the water
0: and get a little closer.
2: Deactivating force field. Why don't you you tell me what you're comfortable with?
0: So, uh, you know, if you get real close, you can see I got these very tiny tentacles. Basically, they have venom in them. Uh, They're called nematocysts, if you're uh, a scientific type.
1: Yeah, I I think both of us would qualify.
0: And so, you know, a little fish or a zooplankton, little guy comes by and a zap. And then this this little flap opens. Wow, look at that. And, uh, you know, puts a little barb in there and kind of brings it back right in the old tum-tum.
1: What we're sort of looking at... Most of you, this is sort of your skeleton? What is
0: this? It's calcium uh, carbonate. Yeah, you know, so uh, as we build the colony, we create this uh, calcium carbonate, and uh, it's almost like a building we live in, or a shell.
1: I see, so you're sort of making a house for yourself almost.
0: Yeah, well, it's a colony. There's thousands of us here. Only one of us is here right now, uh, but I don't think they made it up here with me.
1: Oh, I guess I just brought the one.
0: That's fine. It's fine. We're genetically essentially identical. You met one of us. You met most of us.
1: Okay, that's fair. Uh,
0: Except for Glib. Don't talk to Glip. He's a boof.
2: Sounds like you have a sort of strained relationship.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I do, actually. He's like, uh, this colony in a bad location. Or like, uh, this colony was better like two and a half thousand years ago.
2: Sounds like he, he might be a little trapped in, in the past, a little nostalgic.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like uh, when, I, when I budded in the colony, things were cool, and now everybody's all uptight. And I'm like, hey, we're all just doing our best, you know? And we're all exactly the same, so I'm not sure why we're complaining.
2: Yeah, it 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 sounds like he might just be um, feeling a little uh, ostracized somehow. I mean, that must be hard in a a community where basically everybody is the same to suddenly feel like you're the one that no one is particularly happy to be around.
0: Maybe in some ways, you know, I've made him feel different because I don't like his attitude. And maybe he's made me feel different because he thinks I'm not listening to his opinions. Wow. Some real progress
2: here. Uh, can I ask you, having been alive for that long, how does it make you feel to think back on all of that?
0: You see a lot of things change, you know. The environment has changed, the sea level has changed, the temperature has changed. I feel like I've become a happier polyp in the last 1200 years or so. I've, I've been working on myself. It's a long process, but I'm almost there. I love that outlook.
1: Do you ever find yourself, uh, for thirsting to explore new locales?
0: Yeah, well, you know, a few centuries ago, I thought if that rock got out of the way, I could see more of the ocean floor than I could see right now. And then, you know, I waited and I waited. And then a couple more centuries went by. And then a guy in a jet ski rode by, knocked that rock all the way off. And now I can see way more.
1: I assume most of the damage to your habitat is being done by mankind.
0: I mean, I don't want to put a fine point on it, but before you guys showed up, Things were great for a long time.
1: Well, you know, interestingly, for humans have been around for the entire time you've been alive.
0: But they were cool until very recently. You weren't coming all the way down to where I am. You weren't uh, dumping all this stuff into the water. Yeah, we do do a lot of that, unfortunately.
2: I just want to check in here, Professor. You you seem a little down about taking all this on. I, wa- I want to remind you that this isn't... Only your, you know, your shame to carry, it's all of ours.
1: No, I I know, but, you know, I've had dozens of animals aboard the Unifier, and humanity is responsible for the decline of their quality of life in quite a few cases, and it makes me think, boy, we are really dropping the ball here.
2: This must be a really hard position for you to have, being kind of one of the only representatives who can communicate with all of these living things we're affecting. I, I imagine that must be really hard to experience.
1: You yeah, know, I've never talked to anybody about it, but it is a little tough.
2: I'm just going to pull out one of my business cards and just leave it right here, if you don't mind. You know, just
0: in case.
1: I am going to think about this, because this is really opening the door to something I think I've been maybe putting off until I publish.
0: Are you guys unifying right now?
1: That's not the focus. You know, uh, uh, for you might be right here. Why don't we move to the next phase of the experiment here? Uh, this is called the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Uh, Taylor, go ahead and drop in the IRO.
0: Introduction of random objects.
1: Okay. plopped into the tank
0: there is this an anemone of some kind or uh... oh no
2: this looks uh this looks a lot like stress balls that i have in my office
0: oh is that alive looks like it could be alive because stuff's alive that you don't know is alive well that's what today certainly
2: as far as i know it's not alive it's just a it's a ball that patients or anyone really who's experiencing stress can just sort of squeeze with their hands
0: well what if you uh squeezed it around me
2: i don't want to assume anything here is it is it all right if i put a little bit of pressure here
0: just a little you know try not to damage any of the tentacles
2: i'm gonna squeeze a little bit and you just tell me when
0: uh oh 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 how's that wow I feel better. Wow. That was a sensation I, I I've never felt before. You know, being here, I'm really seeing uh, you know people in a different light. You know, you like to help people, you like to talk to each other, you like to share ideas.
2: Humans uh, at our core are just trying to connect with each other, maybe the same way that that you all are in in your uh, colony? Colony. Yeah.
0: Dr. Thompson, you've given me a lot of interesting perspective, but can I give you some advice?
2: I would love some, yeah.
0: You spend time teaching and you spend time commuting to work and you spend time talking to people, but it all goes by so fast, you know? You know, the idea of only spending an hour at a time with the people you want to talk to, that's not enough, you know? Slow down and don't build uh, calcified uh, remains of yourself around yourself.
2: You know, I think you're right. I think I do work so much that I sort of forget about Taking a pause and and breathing the air.
0: Just for a couple hundred years, you know, give yourself a break.
2: Yeah, and if I might offer some advice in return.
0: Ah, you're
1: still thinking about Forbes' relationship with Glyph, aren't you?
2: I would want to maybe encourage you to, when you go back, have a conversation with him and see if there might be a way for you both to really listen to each other and what each other needs, because I think there's something under the surface there.
0: Are you saying that Glyph and I are maybe not all that different? Because we're genetically identical?
2: Well, yes, in, in part because of that, in part because at the end of the day, you're just two members of a colony that want to feel heard and loved. Unification complete.
1: And with that, we have achieved a full unification,
2: my friends. Wow! Wow!
1: It was one of the gentlest unifications I've ever experienced.
2: That's great. Thank you.
1: Uh, thank you so much to the both of you for your contributions to science. Uh, however, upon achieving unification, you will uh, be returned to Earth in about 20 seconds. So if you have anything to say to one another, I would do it now.
2: Again, I just want to apologize for my in there at the beginning. I respect and, and value your life so much, and it was such an honor.
0: That is so kind. Professor, thank you for this 20 minutes in my millennia-long lifespan, where I get to do down. anything Simple at all different rewind. from what I've done the rest of my life. I wish it could last a little bit... Ah! Oh,
1: usually I'm better about the timing on that. Boy, Taylor, we really learned a lot about... I mean, I didn't know any of that about coral. There's quite an inner life going on. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say... Ah. Boy, can you imagine being 3,500 years old? You know, Taylor, I wish you had listened to Dr. Keller and Thompson in there, because, you know, we have to spend a lot of time together, and I think our relationship could be a little smoother. Okay, well, I accept your apology, Taylor.
3: Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.
0: Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Odid. I'm Ethan. I'm Alwa, and, and we're a GZM
1: family. family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here we go,
3: brownies. Here we go. Do you wish this was you? Go to gzmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. And you may hear your GZM family at the end of a podcast. Let your voice be heard at gzmshows.com slash shoutout.